Well done, Anthony. It was brilliant, wasn't it? <laughs> Selector. Well, Selector, welcome to our romantic ultra coffee morning. I'm Sandra Ewers and... And I'm Ivan Exian. What's he got there? It's, it's Ooh, a lovely. <laughs> so we're talking all about relationships. It's a Valentine's weekend. We've got some amazing guests. Mm-hmm. We've got Mr. Lee Hazard, who is co-founder and CEO of Univine and Kelvin Troy Johnson, all the way from America, and he's a love and relationship coach. I want to call him the love doctor, but I shouldn't say that. No, no, yeah. I won't say that. There's too many love doctors out there. We need relationship <laughs> coaches that can coach you into a relation and, 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 and kind of deal with any issues and isms and schisms that you had out there. So, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Welcome to our guests as well, and welcome to our audience. Thank you very and much for attending, audience. Thank you. Audience. If we couldn't I can do it ask, without you. We can't, definitely. If I can ask that you mute your mics though, audience, so that we can hear everyone, because we do get a bit of interference if everybody has not got their, their mics muted. And yeah. we will be able to unmute when you're asking questions at the end. Yeah, so this is not a good time to do the washing or anything like that, because then we can hear the washing machine in the background, okay? Exactly. 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 Listen, we're talking about love. Now, in, in the dictionary, the definition of love, it says an intense feeling of deep affection. The Urban Dictionary, however, says the act of caring and giving to someone else, looking after somebody's well-being. Yeah. I, I, what does love mean to you, though? Love always comes from the heart because it, your, your heart reveals who you are. And if you're a loving person, you know, you can see all the things that happen when you do loving things as such. So love to me is some of the things that you mentioned in, you know, previously and, and the, the urban definition. But, you know, there's so many songs to do with love and there's so many acts of love and everything else. And I don't know if it's something sometimes that people forget that they actually do every day. And um, we don't actually need a Valentine's Day to actually show that we love someone. But on the other side, I know that people like to feel that they are being, have been loved or are being loved by somebody. And this is that kind of moment to kind of actually go and get something for them, you know, a bunch of flowers, or if it's the guys, a bar of chocolate, you know, whatever. And, and, and actually show your appreciation because there can be certain times throughout the year, nobody shows your appreciation towards you. Oh, I like that. I've got to be honest with you. I thought I'd done a very loving thing this morning and I went to Greg's. Yes. And um, Kelvin, if you don't, don't know what Greg's is, it's a, a, a like a bakery. Yeah, sausage rolls and bake, yeah. bakery stuff. Yeah. I got breakfast for my son and for my husband. Ah, and so I thought yeah. that was very loving. And I then woke everybody up and said, Look, I bought you pizza slices and there were beef slices and all sorts. So that was yeah. my loving gesture. That's the, that's the best you're going to get, all right? Okay. So, <laughs> so what, what does Valentine's mean to you, though, Sandra? What does it mean to you? I've got to be honest with you, and I don't want to spoil anyone's fun, to each their own if you want to celebrate Valentine's. I'm not really, I think that love for me has got to be every day or even every week. Some do a little, some, some act of kindness each week. Um, show somebody love. It doesn't for me always have to be your partner, it could be your mum, your dad, a friend, being caring. But I don't think, um, I'm happy for somebody wants to celebrate it. And I still make a slice of toast and cut it into a love heart for my husband. I do, but I don't do the card thing. But if you do do it and you're happy celebrating, I'm very happy for you. But it's all about just every day showing a bit of affection and and that's how I feel about it. That's wonderful. And as we move from Sandra, let's go on to Mr. Lee Hazard, who's one of our first guests. Give a round of applause to Lee Hazard, everybody, if you can. Thank you, thank you. 
Now, Lee is someone very special to me. I know Lee a long time, but he's one of those guys who loves making apps. He's just, he is an app genius. And, you know, he also has this knack of trying to get people together. And we're going to be talking, uh, you know, to Lee later about the app that he's actually created with his team in regards to getting people together. But I'm going to say, show you the same question, Lee. What does Valentine's mean to you? Oh, gosh. <laughs> to me, um, I, I'm of similar thought to, to Sandra. Um, but I think what I've learned over the years, married now for, for nearly eight years, wow. um, <laughs> is, <laughs> is uh, Valentine's to me is really about the other person and, you know, what their needs are, you know, um, and rather than trying to kind of project my kind of standing on, on its, I try to be more empathetic and understand, well, maybe it's not about me, it's about my wife. Yeah. And so over the years, I've gone from that kind of bullish standing my ground to catering more to her wants and needs at times like this. Mm-hmm. So really for me, Valentine's is about your, your significant heart, uh, half and what makes them happy. Yeah, yeah. And so when we come, when you think about where we are now in regards to the pandemic, what do you think a, a, a lockdown Valentine's will mean or be like? Um, I think it's definitely going to be very stripped back for, for a lot of people. Um, I think it will, um, people, you know, we've now acclimatized to, to lockdowns and pandemics and viruses. So I think that people are going to go in with managed expectations that it might not be as extravagant, fabulous and outgoing as, as they as they used to. Yeah. Um, on the what about the rose side, sellers? The rose sellers won't be able to make £10 they, a pop now. They're, they're done. They're, they're done. <laughs> Unless they move into the, the virtual card space. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's going to it's going to be a cut down version. And I think people have, as I said, I think people have acclimatised to this new way of living and, and realizing that well advanced in a time that Valentine's is going to take a different form. And it doesn't mean it needs to be uh, less. It doesn't mean there's going to be any less special. You can make an incredible Valentine's in, in inside. Um, so yeah, so I think it's, although it's challenged us, I, I believe that we can still be resourceful and still make a very meaningful Valentine's if it's your thing. Yeah, I mean, someone I spoke to a couple of days ago about their Valentine's night and their Valentine's night was going to be generally sitting down, watching The Masked Singer, <laughs> the, Voice, the Voice UK and <laughs> Match of the Day. That's it. That's their, that's their you know. And Fantastic. so everyone's got, <laughs> yeah, everyone's got their own kind of take on what they think Valentine's going to be. And, you know, the virtual dinners, you'll be able to have virtual dinners, but you just use just the or delivery and they've both got a meal so you know absolutely and you know i i i think it it can also just shed light on 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 its true meaning that you know we don't need to always do the fine dining and the the thousand roses to to experience a, a really great time with your partner yeah yeah and i mean when you think about valentine's gone by you know, and you obviously spoke about you now being married and stuff. What was what was like Valentine's gone by like for you? You know, what would you, what would you have been doing? Yeah, I know it's a little while ago, but still. But yeah. 
So, so usually, uh, I, in, the, in the last eight years, it would have consisted of either maybe a weekend away, um, you know, uh, either abroad or up in the country, or just a, a, a dinner out. Um, some Valentines, it's just been a flowers and, and a movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the reason I say what I say about, you know, they can all be meaningful is each of those experiences were very meaningful. Like yeah. I didn't put one above the other. Obviously there was, you know, there was more extravagance uh, compared to, but in terms of its meaning and spending that time together, um, that's what it boils down to. It's your time together rather the, than the extrinsic stuff. Yeah, and I mean, I said earlier that you're a app genius, and I, you know, if you know this guy, he is really, really good. Trust me. Yes, yeah, he is really good. And what I've come to find about you is that you always want to use your 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 app knowledge, your app genius, so to speak, with bringing people together. So tell us about you know the app that you're now bringing to to the market. Yeah, sure. So, um, so Univine was something I started last year, April. Prior to that, I've done about uh, two years research wow. on the market. Um, so, as we know, everyone has been, you know, online dating has been destigmatized over the last ten years. People have accepted it. When I did it back in two thousand and four, yeah. everyone thought I was creepy. Right? All my friends said that is just weird. What are you doing? Whereas now it's just part of our life. Yeah. Um, but what we found is, I, I feel like uh, all the apps are doing pretty much the same thing. You're swiping on these yeah. pieces of text and a photo of someone. It's essentially created a, so, uh, a persona for you. Yeah. Um, and there's been no real innovation and there's been no movement towards how our emotional needs are changing. So what we found in the last two years, people are no longer just seeing a profile, having a text message and going on a date. They want to vet the person. They want to yeah. know before they go on a date, mm-hmm. is there going to be some form of synergy? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've got all the catfishing, you've yeah. got the awkward first dates. Yeah. And so there's been no major disruption in this industry. So obviously two year, you know, coming up to two years, we've been in a lockdown. Some of these dating apps are changing their features. Yeah. But one of the core things that hasn't really changed is we haven't really tackled the issue of people becoming better daters. Yes. So yes. we've had dating apps help you find people, find the right one, but we haven't had a real platform to help you become the right one. Yes. So no matter what platform, what dating app you're going on, you're still carrying some relational patterns mm. that might be hindering you from a really great relationship. So the next yeah. great app that has this novel experience, Yeah help you find someone but will it help you be the right person for that person are you the person that you're looking for is looking for you essentially and so what univine is is it's a a combination of video only uh matchmaking okay okay uh content and relationship coaching Mm. so what we've done is we partnered with some of the uk's leading relationship uh coaches experts best-selling authors and okay. uh, behavioral therapists mm. so that people can get guidance to oh, become wow. better so that okay. they can 
then go into better relationships. All right. So let's, let's say I kind of went onto the Univine site. Is it a site? Is it an app? Is it a mixture of both? Right. So, yeah, I think one of the things we're trying to stop labeling ourselves as a dating app because we are much right. more. Okay. Um, so, as I said, there's, there's three components. So when you come onto our platform, you can do the matchmaking. So these are video profiles okay. of each person. So you've selected the criteria of the type of person you're looking for. All right. So I put in my criteria. I'm looking for somebody who can cook or who likes horse <laughs> racing or, uh, uh, you know, I don't know. So I put in all those bits. Yeah. So after that. And, and so essentially, once you put in your criteria, rather than getting images that you swipe through, you'll actually get in recorded profiles so you can get okay. a sense of the person. You can, you know, hear how they sound, how they talk. Wow. You can and what our research showed was that you're actually, um, you're more attracted to someone in a dyadic interaction form than you are for your preconceived ideas of what okay. you feel you need in your partner. Okay. So you may opt in for a um, uh, a five five hazel eyes. Okay. You know, so on, but you might get the opposite on the platform, but because of how the eye contact they make with you, mm. their body language, how they sound, how yeah. you're vibing, that mm. can actually override your preconceived ideas of what you're looking for. So that's and why then, we feel that yeah. the power of video is going to change the game in dating. And so I would then, sorry, I would then do a video of myself. I would take it through the same kind of thing. So what, what would what, what, what would I say? Would I have it on a script and I'll be saying, yeah, Hello, so I'm Ivor and, uh, <laughs> and I like football. And uh, um, yeah, so don't disturb me. Don't disturb me when I'm watching football. That's very important, okay? Right. And, so we'll give you a little bit of coaching to, to make you a bit more sort of... Um, Thank you. That's all, yes. I'll get a coaching, yeah? A little, yeah. A little bit more palatable. So, uh, so yeah, so you get a you get a little tutorial. It's only a 10 second video that you okay. record. So it's quick, it's snappy, okay. and people can get to, to the heart of who you are. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. And then what and then after that, it's a case of there's more there's more um tutorials or there's more teaching and right. guidance to the right person. Yeah, we go. Yeah. So yeah, so you can go for the you can go for the matchmaking where you scroll through the profiles, request a match with someone. You can go to our Netflix style library of relationship Ooh. content, which is yeah, um, Netflix. Yeah. like a bit of Netflix. Yeah, go. <laughs> so it's all relationship content. So how do I go on a first date? Okay. How do I how do I know he's he? How do I know this is someone that's yeah. serious about it? So we teach people how to be a better reader of people. Wow. You know, how do I deal with rejection? How do I wow. empower myself? So we've got a whole content library um with, within the platform and then amazing. If, amazing. So yeah and then if, you've, if there's a particular coach that you like you like their content you can actually book a one-to-one -one session with that specific coach to wow. get further forward okay i see kelvin's so looking he's writing down notes as well so yeah that's why that's why we say we're more than just your usual dating app okay so how many members have you got so far what's the what's the future what's what's your plans Right, so the plan is we have a beta launch. Um, okay. It was supposed to launch um, tomorrow, but we wanted to beef up some security features within the app um, to avoid catfishing. Yeah. So we're launching on the 1st of March. Um, we just wanted a small beta of people. Um, we just wanted 50 to test it. 
um, but we're now oversubscribed five times. Wow. Um, okay. Wow. Just done a deal with the WeWork brand, and okay. they're going to run a global campaign to their 600,000 members in wow. April for our public launch. Um, and so, yeah, so it, it's it's really exciting. We've got our eyes set on the US as well. Yeah. Um, partnering link, up link, with people link, like Kelvin like yeah. Hinkin. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, so we've, we've had phenomenal feedback. Um, we feel like it's the right tool where people yeah. are being more cautious about who they're going on dates with. Yes. And people are also, I feel like our self-awareness is being, um, people are becoming a lot more self-aware. So yeah. they realize that there may be things that they need to develop in themselves before going into a relationship. Okay, well, I know there's lots of people saying, what are the details? What are the details? Who is this guy? What's the app called? So I'm going to give you your time to just give them the details and the app and what they can do next. Sure. So um, if you want to sign up for our beta, uh, the address is https dot dot forward slash forward slash univine, spelled U N A. V-I-N-E dot com. I'm sure um, they can post this in the chat. Um, there's a simple button, join waiting list. It'll ask you a few questions. And then when we go live on March, you'll get instructions on, on how to sign up. Wow. And uh, I mean, obviously, are you expecting a lot of men and women to, to join? You know, is it, how does well, it get, yeah. Well, this is, this is really interesting. So um, by the industry standard, uh, 70% of users on dating apps are male. Um, okay. And I think I think that comes from that kind of hunter mentality. What we've done to address that uh, gender imbalance is to make sure it is a stringent process of you being who you say you are. Mm. So what you find on a lot of these other apps, particularly the males with their bad behavior, yes. is... They're, they're putting incomplete profiles or profiles are not their own. And an interesting fact, um, 40% of Tinder users are actually married, believe it or not. Wow, really? Yeah. Wow. Um, and so what we wanted to do was have a very strict um, sign-in. Uh, sign so you have to record a video for your profile. Mm-hmm. That video has to be cross-referenced with a picture of yourself mm-hmm. so that we get people who are generally there to find you know a, a great relationship so on our sign up we're roughly about 50 50 at the moment which is fantastic yeah that is very really. good and i think that comes from us communicating that this is really for people that want to be transparent um about themselves and about their journeys for love yeah okay well thank you very much for that Lee. you're going to stay behind for a little while you know and to be going to talking to kelvin with with sandra but if anybody's got any questions we can ask those questions at the end but thank you very much mr lee hazard Salute thank you. wow i thank like the sound of that i've got a lot of friends that are interested in dating so i might have to oh awesome share I'll that link with them. Link. Yeah. i like the fact that you can look at each other rather than mm. it's a picture i really like them talk to each other that's fabulous it's so good it's yeah. so good thank well, you like, thank you no thank you well i'd like to welcome kelvin troy johnson i know it's ktj you me. are i'm gonna say this a love and relationship coach now i know you've also got a, d- a degree in psychology but tell us how did it all start 
Okay. Well, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I got started uh, actually way back when I was a kid. Um, I grew up in church and uh, there was a lady by the name of Sister Martha. Now, Sister Martha was the strong, powerful lady. Like, like she was the lady. She had a good career. She was just somebody to be admired. But she would always have this thing that she would say, pray for my alcoholic, abusive, you know, crazy husband, you know. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I found that really weird. I couldn't understand what, what you know, how could some, somebody be so powerful yet be in such a such a small like space when it came to this man. And so uh, fast forward, I ended up going to school and um, studying psychology and came out and became uh, a counselor for men. Okay, oh, wow. and so so during that time, uh, I, I sat down and I was uh, over my career, I was a counselor for men for about 15, 17 years of hearing men's stories and men's reasons and men's activities, you know, and um, as well as even having my own challenges of being a teenage father, you know, and, and just all of the emotions that, that men go through, you know, and um, I began to have the conversation about some of the things that men think, why men do what they do. And, and um, so I had a woman to approach me. She's like in her 30s. She's like, listen, you talk to men all the time. Tell me, why is this guy doing this thing? And, uh, and he says he wants me, but he's, but he's not pursuing me. He's uh, kind of calling me, but he's not really interested. Like, like, tell me, what do I do? So I gave her some good um, info and some good intel. I told her where to go. I, I told her what to do with this guy and where to go to find a higher quality of man. And so that's what I've, I've actually done. It actually worked. And uh, I started uh, doing more of that. Um, so at this point now, I help high-value, high-quality women to find high-value, high-quality men for dating, relationships, and love. I like that. And I've got to say that I didn't add this at the beginning. Kelvin, you're in America at the moment, aren't you? You're, obviously, you've got an American accent, and we know it's six in the morning out there, but where are you in America? I, I, am, in, I, I am in Atlanta. <laughs> I'm in the ATL. So um, we're so grateful that you've uh, woken up at what at five thirty in the morning to join us. Yes, but, yes. I know that you say you, you specifically coach women. Is there a reason for that? Is it because you know what men do, sort of thing? That that's correct. I mean, I still um, coach men. I'm still in the men's communities and all of that. Um, but you know, there there are so many women who are, uh, especially this is Valentine's Day, and there's so many women who are like Sister Martha, you know, who who just need some answers and need some 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 coaching. And um, I, I do that in my programs and in my one-on-ones with uh, women at this point to just give some insight. You know, if, if you're just, if you just can't figure it out, like, you know, like there's somebody right now who's tossing and turning with this person on their mind and they can't figure out, does he want me or does, does he really um, value me? Does he see me in his future? She sees all the red flags, but you know, to her, they're like uh, they're 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 a star, <laughs> they're a uh, they're a reflection of the sun. That can't be a red flag. That's just a, a reflection. No, it's a red flag. And um, so I, I just enjoy just just helping. Uh, it's it's my it's my gift to help. 
I like that. I, I sort of believe that if a man or woman wanted you, they would be with you. That's how I feel, I suppose. But what makes a good relationship? I mean, give us some tips. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I think um, at the at the bottom of it, you know, uh, a lot of us went to school and we we studied um, uh, Maslow's Abraham Maslow's uh, hierarchy of needs, and um, you know, having that bottom rung, kind of like in the in the in the uh, triangle. You know that bottom thing of of physiology. You you have to have something to eat. You have to have life sustaining. You know uh, the next one is to be safe to to you know safety, and that's why we live in a house, right? Um, having having that next one be a love and belonging, right? That is 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 paramount for us to actually come to the next one which is self-esteem and uh self-actualization right you can't even fully be self-actual like know who you are and be comfortable in your in your skin in your own skin if you don't have that feeling of the security and the safety that somebody loves you yeah. <laughs> okay like like you need to have that feeling like somebody cares about you and so um during a time like this like like you know Valentine's Day is here and there's some people who are wondering if if somebody loves them, you know, but um, so I, what I love about this time is that it at least one time a year. Now, you shouldn't do this once a one time a year, but at least one time a year, there's a focus in on your love life, your dating life and and coming together. And, and uh, I, I love Valentine's Day. You know, I'm 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 busier than a one-armed paper hanger, <laughs> of, of course. You know, but uh, I love I love this time when people are actually standing back and reflecting on what kind of relationship they have and how they can improve it. So I love it. I I, I like that. I can imagine that. I don't want to say this really, which in this lockdown, this is going to cause breakups too, because obviously people are going to see you know, perhaps how bad their relationship is, all the cracks are going to appear because they're together with their partner for so long. But look, if a woman is looking for a man, because um, I've got friends that, I'm not, say somebody might say to me, I'm looking for a rich man, I'm looking for a man that's, you know, five foot nine, tall, dark and handsome. What, how can a woman tell, or maybe a man tell if that person has got potential or not? What are we, looking for? you know, is there a tick off box somewhere? Sure, sure. So, so this is the exercise I go through with my clients, and I actually went through this exercise just uh, just yesterday, right? I I believe that um, the best thing you can do is create an avatar for what it is you want. Okay, like just like um, just like you go to the to the to the mall. You guys have malls in the UK. We do, but we call we call them shopping centers or um... shopping centers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys go to the shopping center. That, and... that, mall, that mall thing is when a dog like would like bite a person. That's what we call a mall. Oh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> got it. Well, you, you guys go to the shopping center, and uh, and and while you're there, like you you walk through and you see um, these mannequins dressed in outfits. And oh, so yeah. they, they, it was created so that you can see uh, an example and have in your mind what you might look like in that outfit. Okay, I believe it's the same thing. We, we should create an avatar for what it is that we want. Like, like, um, and I go with my clients. We go point to point. You know, 
on I asked him tell me the the like tell me the dream man or when I'm talking to the guy the dream woman that you want right and we write it down in detail right so then when when they get the next assignment about going out and meeting someone and or or whatever date they have lined up I asked them let me see the list let me see the avatar does this per before you even get dressed <laughs> before you even put on your lipstick and get your hair done does this person match the avatar that you just described look you can avoid a lot of issues and a lot of waste of time look we don't have much time we learned that in the pandemic right <laughs> we don't we don't we're not guaranteed uh tomorrow so you don't have time to be wasting with some bozo who is just out to enjoy himself just for the night like if you're looking for something serious and something real you do this you, you take the example that you have and pin it against that person that you're about to see and ask do these two people match hmm. either they do or they don't and if they don't let them go because they're taking up emotional space they're taking up your emotional love space and they're blocking somebody who would be right for you but right now that other person is in the, in the spot so it's better to have nobody in the spot which allows the right somebody to fill the spot i like that i think that you should be like working with lee and, and analyzing the people that talk to each other on his um yeah. his um dating thing the videos if you, if um, oh that's happening that's definitely happening oh, <laughs> wicked, wicked. i like that absolutely what? Kelvin, listen though, I like that, but what do you think about love at first sight? Because I saw my husband, but I don't know whether it was lust at first sight. Sorry guys, I know this is a family show, but do you know what I mean though? I sort of fancied him when I saw him, you know what I mean? So is that okay? It's totally okay. It's totally okay. Um, you know, they say women look uh, uh, for stability, right? And men look for fertility. I see. <laughs> okay. Must have, been uh, the hip, must have been the hips then. It, it, it must have been. For, for him, he was checking you out <laughs> okay. and, and, and all that you bring in, in the way that he likes the, that fertility, you know? Okay. And, and uh, you know, you looked at him and he looked strong. I'm sure he looked strong, he looked handsome. He looked okay. solid, like somebody that you could, you, you, sometimes you can feel that somebody, um, that you can depend on somebody and you know, you, you get that. He's like, oh, I like the way he walks. <laughs> I like, you know, and um, so there's nothing wrong with that. But that doesn't mean that this is the one <laughs> that you should hang your hat on forever. Okay. I have been, I thought he was the one. I've been married for 25 years. And um, when I first met him, I thought I was going to marry him. And um, uh, we used to, when we were just sort of dating, we'd look across the room and smile at each other. And then I thought, I knew that I was going to marry him, um, which is just in my head, and I did. So that that was wow. how it was. Yeah. So I just thought um, he was going to be the person. And yeah. Um, so, so, but I bet his experience was different, right? It probably was. He was probably like, "Who is this crazy woman that keeps chasing me down?" And, <laughs> yeah, but but I think it was supposed to be. It just it just worked out. I did. I'm not saying we're perfect. I'm saying along the way, I you know we I've had other relationships dated bumps along the way. However, yeah. um, I felt that this person that I think. I, could, I thought I was gonna sort of settle with him. I thought he was the person. It felt great. Yeah. But it, I'm not perfect. We've had, you know, we all have our ups and downs and our moments. It is what it yeah. is. Yeah. 
Yeah, there, there, there's this, uh, check it out. There's this thing with uh, the person versus the time, right? For men, it's, a, it's more about the time than it is the person, right? They've got, a, a man's got to be ready in his life, in his mind, in his time, for the, the time's got to be right. And then he'll choose the person. Whereas a woman, it, when she sees him, boom, there's him. I don't care what else is going on. If I like him, I want that man and we'll work out the time later. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like that. But do you think that people are being a bit more choosy these days? Look, I'm thinking of like these dating shows and the love shows and even like um, Lee's got his um, video thing. Do you think that people are sort of like, you watch these shows and let's say a woman looks at a man and then they get together, don't they? They go out on a date. Then they don't get, at the end of the show, it says this couple didn't get together. And then someone's dating so and so and so's dating somebody else now. Is it because there's so much choice out there? Is that what happens? Or are people not even trying to make a relationship work? And I'm not judging. I'm asking. Are yeah, they yeah, trying? Yeah. Well, know. you know, listen. Um, part of why your grandma married your grandpa was because of proximity. Okay, they married the the, the person who was closest to them at the time. Again, we're talking about, you know, person and time. They married that person at the time when it made, when it was right for them, right? Right now, there's no more <laughs> proximity. Is like, I'm talking to you guys in the U, you, you guys are in the UK and I'm in Atlanta. We cut through all of the proximity to be all the way, uh, to be connected in this way. So um, yes, we've got much more options than just like kid in the candy store. There's way too many things to choose from. So we just kind of sometimes delay choosing. <laughs> We're suspended. We, we, you know, that's the way yeah. we do it sometimes. Well, what about relationships that aren't working? Um, say you meet, a, do, you, do you sort of counsel, coach people together in a, in a relationship that's not working? Can you sometimes find a solution and help that couple work things out to get stronger? Yes, definitely, definitely. I was, um, I was on a call with uh, a lady uh, just the other day with um, it's, she and her husband. They're dealing with, um, they were together a long time, got, got together when they were younger. And um, she was, you know, he's, he's, got a, he's got a porn issue, a porn addiction, you know, and it's kind of tearing at their relationship, you know. And so one of the things that I was able to tell her, I, was said, I said, well, listen, um, uh, you have to decide that whatever you're going to do here, you know, you have to decide, okay, have I done all that I can do in this situation? Like, cause, cause you know, especially when you got kids, she had like seven kids, they had seven kids together, you know, like, like, so that's not any small feat to, um, to break that up, you know? And so, but she had, she had dealt with a lot of different stuff, a lot of, you know, infidelity and a lot of, you know, just, just things um, in, the, in the marriage that she could have walked away a long time ago. But because you got, when you got seven kids to feed, like you're not so quick to walk out. But I, so I told her, I said, well, listen, uh, that doesn't mean that you just stay and you continue um, whatever emotional abuse that you're taking. Okay. Because your kids are also watching that, you know? And so um, I said, look, just be sure that you have done everything that you can do to save this relationship. Go find therapy. Now, she said, I went, I went to my pastor. I, I went my, and got counseling from my pastor. And I said, well, that's great. Thank God for pastors. But guess what? Some of these, all these pastors are not clinically um, prepared 
to handle a long-term um, co- uh, counseling and therapy uh, issues, you know, especially the issues that they were having. So uh, I encourage her to get to therapy as soon as possible and, you know, lift up every rock that you could find to make sure that you've done all you could do to save this relationship. You sound really supportive. I, I really like that. I mean, although we're sort of having a laugh as well, there's obviously a serious side to it. And if you can get a marriage or a relationship to work and, and or even if they break up and that person's happier, that is a good thing, surely, if, if things aren't right. May I ask you personally, are you in a relationship and did you take some of your own advice, you know, <laughs> from that, from what you know? And sorry if it's so personal, you can say, yes, I decline to answer if you want to. No, I, I answer everything. Um, yes, I'm, I'm in a relationship. I'm married. Um, and Sorry, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm married of uh, 19 years um, as of tomorrow. Uh, wow, night. congratulations. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Has it been always easy? Had, you know, plenty of ups, some downs and some, you know, some chilly nights. <laughs> But, uh, poor soul, poor soul. <laughs> yeah. We are coming to an end. We're going to ask some questions, get some of the audience to ask you some questions. But you do have a YouTube channel, don't you? Secrets of the Mind of a Man. And God knows we'd all like to get into a man's mind. Then we'd know what to do, wouldn't we, women? But what, what is that all about? <laughs> what is that all about? And I don't want to sound negative. What is that all about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the channel is called Secrets of the Mind of a Man. Um, and um, the specific um, videos that I shoot that I've been shooting lately, I call them love coach sessions. Um, so, so what will happen is I would, I would have these sessions like I just described, right? And I'm thinking to myself, man, more people need to hear what I just said, like you know. And so I, I started shooting, I, and then I so I created kind of the the conversation uh, around um, the issue that I talked with the client about. And so I call them love coach sessions, where uh, I talk to in the sessions I talk to, um, it's, it's, it's for men or for women, but um, I get into some real issues and some real depth, like, you know, why why a guy has not called you? And, and you know, what does he really want you? Five red flags that you absolutely cannot ignore. Like, like all of those sort of things uh, I get into on the videos. And so uh, I'd love for everybody to come on over and check it out. I like that. Thank you very much. You know what? If he doesn't ring, ladies, kick him to the curb. I didn't say that out loud, by the way. (laughs) One other thing. Where can people find you? We will put it in the actual chat. Where can we get hold of you? Because your advice is positive. Where can we actually, you know, where where, where are you on social media? Okay. So you can look me up. I'm everywhere at uh, Love Coach Atlanta um, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And um, as well, I'm everywhere at with uh, Kelvin Troy Johnson on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And I have a six week um, program that it's called Finding the One, where I, I'm, we're gonna go deep on, on um, these videos and, and uh, these one-on-one, I'm gonna do, they're gonna be set up in Zoom sessions and um, we're going deep to help someone find the one. And uh, they're starting on Monday. So uh, if anybody wants to get in on that, uh, jump in my inbox and I'll send you the uh, info and we'll make it happen. I really like that. You're amazing. And and I think people now more in lockdown, they needing it. I mean, we need to be loved. Um, We need to love ourselves as well, obviously, but we're needing to feel close because we've had a a bad year. We all know that. Mm -hmm. Kelvin, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Kelvin. You're you're amazing. 
Thank yeah. you guys. I sure appreciate it. I love being here. And uh, call me anytime. I'm ready. We've got well, some questions here, Kelvin. But I've got, before we open it to the audience, I've got one question for Kelvin. Yeah. So, um, do the guys ever say to you, Kelvin, man, what are you doing? You're letting all our secrets out, man. What's going on? <laughs> yes. What are you doing, man? Do you, do yeah. you get... Yes, I do get that. And uh, I, I tell them, I said, listen, half these people aren't listening to me anyway. <laughs> people are going to do whatever they're going to do anyway. So, um, you know, it doesn't matter. And if yeah. you got, and if you really got game, it doesn't matter. Mm, you know, right. you just do you. You worry but, about doing you. But on the other hand, the the, the things that you do reveal, you know, you know, over the six weeks, it's a blessing to a lot of women. I take it then, definitely. Yeah, definitely, yes, yeah, yeah. We go deep, and I, I answer those questions that you know some some ladies have been, you know thinking about mm. and chewing on in the back of their mind like you know is this suspicious behavior mm. you know what should i do about this relationship that i'm in and 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 i've been loving this guy you know you, you'd be amazed as to how many people love somebody else who lives across the country <laughs> they've been loving them in love with them since wow. the sixth grade and um but but just life and life and time life and time mm. have not come together and allowed them to be together and so mm -hmm. there's there's so many different things so so you got to do something with that feeling so what do you do with that feeling that's what i talk about like it <laughs> like it so ladies and gents you heard that do something about it don't just sit there because mm. you know the pandemic has told us to do get get on with our lives that's right that's right Either, did you want to ask anything else? No, 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 no. Sandra hey, looks... leading, so do we now open the floor? To... Yeah, we're gonna, I think we can open the floor to, if anybody wants to ask uh, Kelvin or Lee any questions, this is your time now. Yes. And if you don't, we'll ask another question. Yes. Look, it looks like we got some, we got some, some, got some stuff in the chat. In the chat, yeah. Oh, okay. So we've got Adelaide's got a hand up. You want to ask a question, Adelaide, and then we're going to look in the chat while you're asking that. So do you want to unmute, Adelaide? Yeah, I'll unmute. So the question, hello everyone. The question is in the chat. It was saying, um, Kelvin, if you could say a bit more about time versus the person, because um, I know there's something about that. There is something about that, especially if there's a connection in time and you think you found that person, but then there's something not happening timely. Um, yeah, is there something you can say about that? And then on the flip side of that, there's the there is the time convenience as well. There's the those that are near you that are approaching you and then you don't feel the connection, but you're thinking, oh, yeah, then there's the time of a woman like, okay, well, maybe I should just go with this guy because he's approaching me nicely, but there might not be no connection mm. or you can work on the connection. So, yeah, I know that's a good one. Not there. I know mm. that's a coaching session, but hey. <laughs> that is a coaching session. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, okay. I'll, yeah, but listen, um, uh, you know, for men, especially for men, they, a, a guy's got to be ready for the full commitment. Because look, look, you, you know how you ladies do. Like, if he's not coming up to par, like, you, you, you're going to read him the riot act. And, um, it, you know, and he knows that. You know, men are fully aware today that there are expectations of once you say you are, you know, make the commitment to, to one person. And, um, you know, a, a lot of that it has to do with finance. You know, if a guy's not financially where he needs to be to be able to uh, provide and protect and priest and all that stuff, um, you know, he may be a little bit slower about 
uh, about the connection, about making a solid commitment. Not to mention, you know, there's very few single men who don't have any women in their life. Very few. <laughs> you know, there, there's there's a lot of general generally single men got they I call them helicopter women. You ever, you ever see the helicopters that how they like hover over and it's just they'll just be just sitting in the air, just just hanging out, you know. Um and there's a there's you know helicopter women just waiting to come in for a landing. And generally they don't stay. <laughs> they come in, land for a little while, and then then he, he pushes them back out, air tra traffic controller, right? And um, so, you know, so so that time, it, it, it can be a little tricky. The guy's gotta be, he's gotta feel right in his life that this is the right woman and this is the right time. Mm. I like that answer. Do, but do you yeah, think, that oh, sorry, Ashley, continue. Sorry, I didn't know you were- No, right. no, that answers it, but then he, he got me thinking about the helicopter woman then. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I was thinking, helicopters, women, they cover and come in and then they go and they don't stay. Mm -hmm. Okay, this just sounds like a big playground, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. Now some of now some of them would like to stay, but but he's not ready. He's the time is not right and maybe for him that person is not quite right. That makes sense. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. But do you think, thanks Adelaide, that was a really good question, but do you think, Kelvin, as well, that men, um, they say that this is fact, that men mature later than women. You know, women, we're at a certain age, you're sort of like thinking of, not if you don't always have to have children, but in a childbearing sense, and women are thinking about having children if they do want children, and then the man will be thinking about it later. Is that, do you think that could be true then? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it is true. It's, um, it's a uh, freak of nature. And you know, nature is not kind to any of us, right? For for a guy, he's his most virile self when he's like 19 and 21. You know what I mean? He's he's, he's fully fully strong and virile, and, and but he's broke and he's not, uh, you know, emotionally oh, ready. <laughs> you know, he's just not ready for what uh, uh, what happens in a long term commitment. Like he's not emotionally there. But um, and but as he goes in his life. His his pockets get deeper, you know. He gets more 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 uh, self assured. Like he goes up the uh, up the pyramid that I talked about, right? He gets to that self actualized part, and now he's a he's a rock star. However, he's now you know older, <laughs> and he's not what he was when he was 22. Now he's 42, and he has so he's got to deal with that set of problems. So he's got the resources now, but he doesn't have let's say. His, his his even his sexual prowess begins to like decline. He's he's now on the decline, whereas women are on, are kind of on the opposite. So so that's the bad for for the for the men, but for the women, they are the most um you know uh they're the most fertile <laughs> when they're 19 and they when they're 20 and like they're hot as hot 25. They're hotter than hot, right? But as they get older, you know maybe you know looks decline, but they become more uh, understanding of who they are and what they want as they get older, you know what I mean? And so, so, so to me, like the optimum age is somewhere around, you know, for women is, is, you know, 25 to 32, 
for them to settle into a, a real committed relationship for a guy somewhere around like, you know, 35, you know, 30, 30, 31 to like 37, somewhere around there um, is a great age for, for guys to like begin to settle down and, and, uh, and make real commitments for their lives. That's quite interesting. That's really um, that's really important to know. And um, I just there's a question that came into the chat for, for Lee about the dating app. Yeah. Um, Lee asked the question if it was a dating app for uh, for black people, but you put an answer in it. But you could you give that to the whole group, please, Lee? Yeah, sure. So I, I was asked, um, you know, is it geared towards the black community and, and why not? Um, and and the simple answer is uh, no. It's it's geared to everyone. But what and the, the simple reason is is that we want to give everyone their own choice in terms of who they choose and i think um in, in terms of it being black focused there's a lot of services already out there and i i didn't want to just kind of duplicate uh you know existing services this is something that i felt was a huge problem that wasn't just specific to, to black people um, but again everyone will be able to have their choice on on, on who they choose on, on on the platform of course thank you very much that's a really good answer the other thing is remember that you are looking at a video you decide who you want to you know you that and that yeah, other exactly. decide who you want to get involved with mm -hmm. um, thank you very much do we have any other questions speak now forever hold your peace because this is your opportunity to ask some very important guests we got one from, I'm not, Mind Over Matter, I'm not quite sure what your name is, but it's Mind Over Matter. <laughs> Sorry, uh, my name is Kerry. Um, Hi Kerry, welcome. One of the questions, it's all putting this love out here, but on the on the real serious side, do you find that many people come with you with um, projecting the I don't want to be here anymore because of uh, relationship problems? And who's that question for, Calvin? Calvin, Calvin, many people that want to hurt themselves or harm themselves because of relationship problems. That doesn't really get covered there, but that is a traumatic experience for individuals. And um, do you find there's a lot of people that say they don't want to be here because of a broken relationship? Well, listen, when, when, um, when people get to that point, um, it's no longer about the other person. <laughs> right, right. If, if you feel um, suicidal or you feel like, you know, uh, I can't go on without someone else, um, it is about you and your mental health. This is not about uh, what another person has done, has not done, has been, has not been. It's you. And you need to get yourself some help, um, get to a therapist's office as soon as possible. You know, hopefully, if, if you feel like you're really going to harm yourself, I don't know. I'm sure you guys got a, a 1-800 number in the UK that somebody can call if they um, are feeling that, you know, suicidal or feeling feeling down too long about this relationship situation and you think you might harm yourself. Uh, please get some help. It's, it, trust me, um, the, the person that you really desire once you're healthy and whole, they want you and they're waiting for you, but they won't take you if you're um, broken and uh, not really ready for the love that you say that you desire. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hi. Like... I've got a question. Hi, Christine. Thank you. Who's your question um, for? Sorry to interrupt. Good afternoon, oh, no, everybody. Well, good morning. It's still morning. <laughs> um, I just wanted to ask a question uh, directed to Kelvin. Um, you did mention 
kind of touched on therapy. Um, we know it as counselling here in London. Um, what what do you advise? Um, I would say people from within within the black community, ethnic minorities, to go through a level of therapy, count, stroke counselling, uh, before they get into a relationship or during a relationship. Well, you know, it it depends on the person. <clears throat> it depends on the person. Um, some people need to go in before they get um, before they get into a relationship. Uh, you know, um, my mother always said when I couldn't find my other shoe, I couldn't find my other shoe, uh, and I and this and this was completely notorious in my house. There was always a kid who couldn't find their other shoe. She had this thing she would tell us. She said, "Clean up." Mm. She said, "When you clean up." you'll find everything you're looking for, <laughs> okay? Wow. And amazingly, she was right. <laughs> I find my shoe every time. <laughs> and I'm telling you, um, sometimes you can't find what you're looking for because you need to clean up. Mm. You need to clean up your emotional health. You need to clean up your focus on what's really important. You got. You need to, maybe for some people, they need to get back um, their relationship with with God and and and, and have um, their spiritual life tuned up, you know. Like like sometimes the people have taken the place of God in their life, you know. Um, so so uh, tune up, get yourself cleaned up, and and I think I think it has to be a continual thing as well. Like you don't get your oil changed one time in your car and say I'm good forever, yeah. right? They give you that little sticker. I don't know if they do it in the UK, but it, it play, they got a place called Jiffy Lube here in the States. And I was just there the other day. They gave me a sticker. And on the sticker, they told me when is the next time I should come back in yeah. to get my car reserviced. So, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. So now I don't even have to worry about it. I can look up there. Oh, look at that mileage. Oh, time to go get reserviced. So we have to re get ourselves reserviced continually. Um, for, for optimum performance. I see a, a, a question from someone in the chat. I can just ask you, um, I just saw it. Yes, that's it. Is it Hanif Mohammed? It says, hi, Kelvin, you mentioned five signs. Um, can you tell us a bit more about those five signs, please, in the, in the short space of time that we have? Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, one, yeah. Two, three, four, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, if you want to see the five five red flags that you absolutely cannot ignore, you can go to my video. <laughs> you can watch it. On, you can watch it on my YouTube channel. Give us uh, one. Yeah, yeah. But I'll, I'll give you one, right? Um, a, a, a good sign. I'll give you two. A good yeah. sign. One, one is um, how does a person treat people that can't do anything for them? Uh, right. I'm I'm talking about like uh, I don't know if you got you got your guys got Burger King. Yeah. How yeah, does the person treat treat the the girl at the Burger King window? Mm. He's, Give me my food. <laughs> mm. Or do they talk to the waiter with with honor and respect, like like uh, they're a human being? You know, mm. because trust me, however they treat them, that is how they will treat you. Mm -hmm. All right. So, uh, so another red flag is, um, and and this was this was red flags in men. Okay. Um, does he introduce you to the female members of his mm. family? Yeah. Not just his family, because you know he can introduce you to, to cousin Joe and 
and cousin Bob, and they they just know how the things go, right? But does he introduce you to Big Mama? <laughs> does he does he introduce you to Grandma or 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 you know mm-hmm. Aunt Rose? I, I, in the video I called talk, talk about Aunt Rose, you know, people who are going to show up at the wedding and people he 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 honors and respects. Hmm. Does he introduce you to those people? If he introduces you to those people, you are most likely a contender to be a keeper. Mm. Like it. I like, like it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I've got one last question. Can I? You spoke about the, the the age groups, and this is supposed for both yourself and me. What about the people, the men and the women, who are over fifty? Is there any hope for us? <laughs> I, I was think I was thinking about himself in this one. We have to go there. I'm just thinking about everybody yeah. else. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. What about the other yeah, so, 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 so what was interesting with our research is we thought this was geared towards your kind of 30 to 40 year old busy professionals. Um, just from the research and the focus groups we did. However, when we actually started to promote. I was getting query after query pretty much every other day. Is this suited to over 50s? And at first I was saying no, not in an ageist way, just because of what the research was showing us. However, after week two and literally agencies, relationship coaches asking us, would this be suitable to my clients? We had to have a rethink. And then it wasn't until someone got in contact with me who is a, a behavioral therapist. She was, she was one of the therapists on the Married at First Sight shows. Um, she said, you are doing a disservice to the over 50s. And she said, the reason being is that demographic is the most prolific daters out of any demographic. Um, and she said, when you think about the whole video aspect of what you're doing, Think about that generation for a sec. They come from a generation of picking up the phone and actually calling people as opposed to texting. So that that caused us to have a really rethink. So we actually are kind of core target of 30 to 60 year olds now. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Wow. That that's, is, that's good to hear because obviously, you know, it, love is for any age, isn't it? So it's really Absolutely. Thank you very much, Lee. Um, yeah. Can I can I jump in on that on that fifties question? Um, now this this is this is something of a new phenomenon that I'm going to talk about that I that I see coming. Um, there's going to be a lot of fallout from the pandemic. Okay, I, I think I think we have lived through something that's going to be studied for a very long time, like a a a a, a like I don't know kind of like the, the separation between uh, AB, AD and, you know, like like BC and AD almost. Like, like because um, many of what we, many of the things we thought were important are no longer important. And some of the things that we forgot were important have became the most important, right? So um, I think after this pandemic, these the people in the 50s and all of that, um, if you're single and you're above 50, don't worry. There's a whole new pool of people going to hit the water <laughs> after the pandemic, right? Because there's some people who have been in some of these relationships and it's only until the pandemic that they realize, wait a minute, yeah. 
this this is not what I want. 